That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. Yeah. Because they're pretty voracious. I mean, they yeah. will not only, they're not really, and I'm not, you know, you're not really worried about them eating your food. Right. You're worried about them eating your clothes and yeah. your backpack and yes. your tent yes. and your socks. Yes. That's true. Cecil, how's it going? Good. Hey, it's good to be back. Uh, good to be, to be back, back with the listeners. Thanks for spending your ten, the next ten to fifteen minutes with us, listening to our uh, our talking and trying to figure things out. And this this may be our best sounding episode. We're we're using the highest quality mics we've ever used. Again, thanks to our, our listener that sent them in. Yeah, I mean that was so kind. I mean yeah. these are these are amazing. I mean they're sturdy. Yeah. They're heavy. Yeah. They're substantial. They have gravitas. They that's a good word for it. That's <laughs> a good word for it. So hopefully our listeners are enjoying our voices just a little bit more. That's right. Because I think the past couple episodes we had some what I call warbling right and we did just uh figure out what happened we yes. had there's something on the plug on the on the um the, the our mixer box here but i yeah. think we've got that solved so and we didn't google it either we just solved it that's right we did some good old-fashioned troubleshooting yes you know and that's the thing yeah that troubleshooting you start with the easiest thing you, you know just like with a car car electrical system well isn't there this thing called occam's razor I've heard of it, but I couldn't tell you what it is. Occam's razor? Well, maybe I'm about to obfuscate <laughs> and declarify what Occam's razor is, but mm-hmm. out of a certain number of solutions, right. the simplest one is the most likely. Really? Yeah. That to me is cat. I used to, I call it eliminatus calculatus from Cat in the Hat. <laughs> so that's the same as the uh, same concept. So Dr. Seuss basically. Dr. Seuss basically. Occam, you know, Occam, Occam, Occam razor. Occam. All right. Well. So you're, uh, you've, done, you've done, I would say, a considerable amount of backpacking. I've done, yes. I've grown up basically since middle school. Yeah. Backpacking all throughout the East Coast on the Appalachian Trail, other trails. And you yourself, you're a big backpacker. There's no I, question. I, I feel like I've done you know, a, res- a respectable amount of backpacking. Right. I mean, have, you have a goal to try to not at least get big sections off so yeah. by the time... By the time you're no longer backpacking, you can say you backpacked right the whole trail, right? Yeah, yeah. that's uh, yeah. So I have uh, uh, some guys I backpack with, mm-hmm. and uh, we've done you know a good good amount of the trail. You're running out of time, Cecil. <laughs> you know what we might consider doing is just shoot for hiking a, a good section of the trail in yeah. every state that it's right. in. Just yeah, even yeah. that might be fun. That would be fun. But yeah, you could say you've been on AT in every state. Every state, that's right. So there's something that happens. Um, so I learned to backpack, uh, and this may actually be another podcast, because have you ever told somebody you're going backpacking and they immediately say, oh, I want to go backpacking too? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then there's you start talking about it. There's something romantic about right. the idea of backpacking, right? And there's, then they, the next question is, do y'all spend the night? And you're like, yeah. And then the question about the bathroom comes up, and then right. they're out. Right. 
Yeah. Well, what about your food? Right. It's on your back. Yeah. What about your? Well, it's on your back. Yeah. Where do you? It's on your back. Yeah. How heavy does this thing get? <laughs> and so they start out right with the romantic notion, and then it quickly disappears. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, but so I learned. You know, again, it's not a complicated sport, but I learned to backpack um, through a guided trip that I went on. Um, as a as when I was in high school, okay. well, two guided trips. One a was guided a, trip was you know it's just um, uh, it was outfitted. Okay, both of them were outfitted. All so right, so they had all the gear. Had all the gear. They provide guides, you right the equipment, the yep. food. You probably just have to pack it yourself. Yep, and you got to carry it yourself. Yeah, and we had people with us, and so one was called Christian Adventure. Okay. And so it was through a camp. And uh-huh. then the other one was called the Mini Christian Adventure. And so it was through the same group. It was just over a shorter amount of time. But everything I learned, I kind of learned from them and then from reading. Mm-hmm. But one of the things you learn is to bear bag your food. I did. Right. I learned to always bear bag. And so what is, what is bear bag? Yeah. So, um, you know, what we would do at night is you take all your food or anything that has a smell. Even tooth, I even bear bag toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've heard of this. Yeah. And so you put it in a bag mm-hmm. and then you find a limb about 15 or 20 feet high. Got to be high. And it's got to go out from the tree about 15 feet. It's got to be long. It's got to be long. And you're usually doing this at night. And you're right. <laughs> if, you, if you don't think, yeah, you're usually doing this in the dark. Well, Brown, because usually you get to your campsite at dusk. Right. Because you've been hiking to 14 to 18 miles, right. you're beat. Yeah. Now you got to find a bear bag tree. Right, right. Okay, so, but yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, we've been we've done this before. We've you been down done this, this road before. Yeah. And so I've always bear bagged. My always, family. always. In if, uh, anywhere that I'm at, I've always bear bagged. Even uh, like uh, even places where there's likely no bear. Yes. Okay. I've always bear bagged. I, I can think of maybe. I don't know that I can think of an occasion where I have not bear-backed. I can think of some advantages of doing it even when there's not any bear. Right. Now, some people like mice bag. Yeah. And so, like, you've seen it. The Actually, I've never heard of mice bagging. I can yeah. understand why you'd want to do that. So, like, if you're in an Appalachian Trail shelter, and that, for those of you who have never been on the Appalachian Trail, about every 18 to 20 miles, they have shelters that you can use. They're three-sided shelters. Sometimes they're, they're nicer. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes you'll see a string handing string that goes through a tuna can or a chicken a can of chicken yeah. you know, just the can and then it comes down to a little stick and so it's hanging from the roof mm-hmm. and that you hang your bag on that and the mice can't get to it because of the can I don't think I've ever seen one of those yeah, yeah. I don't think I so explain that again so there's a there's a rope yeah so there's a and, what, what, and the, the tuna can has a hole in it t- yeah so the rope goes through the tuna can mm-hmm. And then it goes down to a little stick, and then you just hang your bag the on that stick. The stick serves as like a hook. Yeah, the stick serves okay. as a hook. All right, exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And the tuna can, it's uh, it's empty. Yes. And it's open on one end. Right. And the open end's facing down. Yeah, exactly. And so the mice can't physically get around that can right. to reconnect to the rope and yep. go down. Yeah. Because they're pretty voracious. I mean, they yeah. will not. They're not really. And I'm not. You know, you're not really worried about them eating your food. Right. You're worried about them eating your clothes and yeah. your backpack and yes. your tent yes. and your socks. Yes. That's what you're worried about. Yeah, exactly. And so some people will mice bag their stuff. Okay. But, but I always bear bag. All right. And so, um, but I have come to believe that there is no such thing as bear bagging. There, that, that if a bear wants what you have, you cannot, there's nothing that will keep a bear. And so I'm getting ready to tell you a story to support this. 
Okay. There's no way to keep... If a bear wants what you have, there's no way to keep it from you. Okay. So we were backpacking up near Hot Springs one year, me and the guys I backpacked with. And so um, the... uh, uh, we got up there and we got to a, an outdoor store, the outfitter, and they said there's been some bear activity and um, you need to be careful. Mm-hmm. So we knew about where the bear was. Okay. This bear had harassed some hikers. Evidently, it held a young couple and a baby in one of the AT shelters for a while. Like, was he paced outside the shelter? No kidding. Yeah. Oh, man. That's... So we knew a bear was up there. All right. So we stopped for the night. And we cooked, and we cleaned up, and then we hiked another mile or two oh, yeah. to a place called Cat Pen, and then we set up camp. And the reason you do that is so that the smell of the food cooking right. is away from the place where you're sleeping and being quiet. And- yes, exactly. And so um, we got to the campsite, we set up our camp, and we um, bear-backed. Right. So we, we had a great bear-back tree. All right. Big tree, long branch. Had it 15 feet off the ground. The idea is that the bear, A, can't reach it from the ground. Right. He, he can't reach it from the tree trunk. Right. And he can't crawl out onto the limb and get down to it. Yes. I mean, that's the idea. Exactly. So we had a great setup for this particular bear, right. bear bag. Um, went to sleep. And I tend to get up once or twice during night. So I was probably up at least once. No, no trouble. All right. But in the morning, a bear had taken our bag. Okay. But he had climbed the tree. You could see where he climbed the tree. All the right. And he didn't break the limb out like 10 feet out. He broke the limb at the tree. He broke the limb? Yes. He broke the limb? He How broke, big of a limb was It was a big this? limb. I mean, it was probably... 12 inches in, in How diameter. far was this away from your tent, and how did you not hear this thing? I, mean, I don't know. I, mean, I think I did hear it. This would have been a massive right. ruckus. I think I may have heard it and woke up, but just didn't realize what was happening. But he broke the limb at the tree. That's impressive. If you can imagine how much power that That's had to be. Because even a small branch at the tree would have been hard to break. So he, bra- he breaks the branch at the tree. Is there a chance he crawled out on that limb, and the branch fell, and he <sighs> fell? I, wonder, I think I would have heard that. <laughs> I mean, it would have been a lot louder yeah, yeah, yeah. thump with a bear yeah. hitting the ground. That's a possibility. But anyway. So uh, the bag is on the ground. He's rummaged through it. Okay, so this and is then, not a bear-proof container. No, no, this is the bag. Okay. But now he's got it. And so we see where he goes through it, and then he carries about 100 yards up the mountain. And we find another place where he rummages through some more stuff. How did you track it? You can kind of see where he went. Okay. And he's dropping stuff. And he <laughs> okay. eats... Everything, <laughs> and then we, we he's not cleaning up the wrappers. No, 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 and we track him to probably maybe one or two more sites to find stuff. And so we actually found a, a Nalgene, a Nagaline. How do you say that? Nalgene, I Nalgene, Nalgene. Nalgene bottle that he had bit into. So my friend has What's that bottle there? still. It was well, nothing was in it. Just water. Yeah, he bit into it. So he's got this cool souvenir. That is pretty cool. Yeah, and so <laughs> so the only thing we could find was one beef stick. Beef stick. But it was so slobbered on Ugh. that we couldn't chance it. It was not. Yeah, but all the food's recoverable. gone. Food is gone. We've got two days of hiking left. Not a lot of mileage, but still two. Still, so I mean, we still have about a day and a half. Right. Yeah, you're out. And we have no food. That's perfect. How yeah. far away from your car? So. I mean, can you turn around and go back? No, because we had been dropped off. Oh. <laughs> we had right. shoveled. Yeah. So right. we had to hike up. Uncle Johnny? Uh, we were too far from Johnny, but the shuttle 
the the people that told us about the bear had shuttled us in. Okay, all right. So, um, so I say all that. We we hiked we hiked the entire rest of the way out that day. It was a long day. Okay. And there's another great story about it. Okay. So we hiked all the way out that day with no food. We had water. Okay. We had a bottle of whiskey, <laughs> but no food. That'll keep you going. <laughs> and we made it out. You know, we weren't going to starve. Right. Life, that's but, right. Yeah. But when we got back to town, and we got back to the outfitter, um, and they learned that we had been cleaned out by the bear, he said, "Look behind the door." And I looked behind the door, and there's a picture of a cable, and it's strung between two trees. Yeah. And about 20 feet out on that cable is a bird feeder. And there's a bear that has shimmied out upside down on the cable <laughs> out to that bird feeder. Just to get the... <laughs> and thus, your statement, yes. there's nothing you can do. I mean, you, you could have put a bear proof, you could have put the things in a bear proof container. I don't think that would work. Yeah, I don't think he would have smelled it. Right. I mean, that's part of the thing is yeah. that you can smell it. Yeah. And that is the idea of getting it up high right. also is to disperse the smell. But... Yeah. This dude was tuned into beef sticks. Yes. Yeah. Now he got it. But yeah, you can get the bear-proof, bomb-proof containers. Right. But I mean, you might as well. And we've seen YouTube's of that. You might as well go car camping. Right. If you're going to carry that. Yeah. It's too probably. It probably weighs a ton. Yeah. But I've also seen like they have the cables at the. Yep. Yeah. I've seen bears tear down those cables. Man. Yeah. Which brings us to our words of wisdom. Bring it. So our words of wisdom for tonight. Our new segment. All right. If you are in a situation where you're attacked by a bear or have an encounter with a bear, you don't have to outrun the bear. Well, okay. You just have to outrun one of your friends. Ah. And not all of your friends, just one of your friends. Just one of them. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be the fastest. You don't have to be the fastest. You just don't want to be the slowest. You don't want to be the slowest. (laughs) That was a long story to get to my point, but. Well, that's good. Yeah. Have you ever had trouble with bears? You know, I'm trying to think. Uh, I, I, you know, I've never had. You know what the funny thing about me is? I rarely see any kind of wildlife when I'm hiking. Really? I don't know if I just have. The, I give off this vibe, or I just smell extra human. <laughs> <laughs> but I rarely see wildlife. Huh. I mean, when I, yeah, it, it is the strangest thing. I'll be, I'll be. Someone will say, "Oh, did you see that?" Like, no. Huh. Did you see the deer? There's a whole herd of deer just went by. Yeah. I didn't see it. I don't, maybe I don't, maybe it's my glasses. But right. like you say, I mean, the only encounter I, I've had, mm. and I only know this because I was with people. Yeah. We were, we were, uh, we were canoeing. Yeah. We, we were canoe camping. Right. On the James River in Virginia. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Gorgeous. And we found an island, mm. and we uh, had a great camp campsite to ourselves mm. and the weather was going to be clear so we didn't pitch, pitch a tent and we slept outside right. well evidently and unbeknownst to me because I slept through the whole thing right. there were two bucks on the island and oh, they were really? fighting for position in the middle of the night oh man and the guys that I was with right. they thought they were going to die because really? because they got the deer got so close in fighting. Uh, they got close to us right. while they were fighting. Right. They don't even know if they saw. They probably saw us because they can see it at night a little bit right. better. But I slept through the whole thing. So once again, <laughs> no plenty wildlife. of wildlife out there. I just don't have. I just. I just don't encounter them. Like, oh, a, are you scared? I'm not scared of snakes. I'm not afraid of snakes. No. You know why? Because I never see. Oh, a you snake. never see them. 
you know, this is bringing up. There's a lot more backpacking stories I can that we have. Well, now that we've started, yeah, that, you know, maybe. But, that's, a, maybe that's a whole other podcast. I, I know it doesn't sound right, but we, we've really come to the end of yet another podcast. If that don't sound right, yeah. Well, I tell you, if we uh, need to come up with some other material, uh, maybe some folks will give us some of their bear stories right. or wildlife stories. I love to. I'd like to see pictures because yeah. obviously. I never see wildlife. Yeah, right. Well, it's uh, been another good episode, but uh, remember to uh, keep talking. And stay curious. <laughs>